Rolling on sound. This is rolling. Rolling on video. You can't see this in shot, can you? Okay. Shall we? Uh, shall we get a cheers in the mix? Let me. Let me just top up this bad boy. Get some head to it. There we go. Cheers, mate. Sanjava. Another episode. What episode <sighs> are we on now? Number wise. Season two, episode four. Last episode, we were chatting how to how to earn some dosh from your creativity. And so this episode, we want people to grab a drink, learn something new, and cut to how to plan your creativity. That's the right title, isn't it? How to plan your creativity? <laughs> yes, it actually lodged itself because we were indeed planning this episode. Tell me, what's, uh, what's your, your week been up to? Give me some small talk. Well, first and foremost, haircut. Come on. Oh, a little uh, lockdown nice, haircut. Nice. My, my brother started it, is, it and I finished it because it just wasn't up to scratch. It still isn't. It looks. Like I didn't touch the top. It's just the back and sides. What do you think? I was hoping that you would have. You would have just um, given yourself a little fryer cut. You know, kind of bold in the middle and just left the sides. One of my mates. I was out for a walk the other day and one of my mates just went by in the van. He pulled up and I forgot he'd just shaved his whole head and I hadn't seen him bald ever. I don't think. Um, <laughs> kind of suits him and it made me think. You know. <sighs> If I didn't have any on, I probably would give it a go. I just, uh, I don't know. I, I ain't got the balls for it now. But other than that, planning. Here's a little side question. See if you were going bold in any way, shape or form. Oh, I'd shave it. Yeah, yeah. You would just do the, do oh, the yeah. full, full shebang. I'd, I'd shave it off and uh, I'd grow a mean beard, I reckon. I reckon. That's what I would do. Well, you can grow a mean beard. I've got the old classic ginger beard. But if I went bold, Big old ginger beard, that would be a good look, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And an eye patch and a parrot. Well, I'm sure we've given people enough time to... <laughs> to turn off. <laughs> <laughs> or, or to turn on. So, yeah. shall we cut to? Let's cut move to. this on. Fuck you! Who, me? Yes, you. Fuck you, Martin. <laughs> Fuck you in your beautiful face. So this is an opportunity where we get to ask some frequently asked questions in regards to our theme and our theme being planning for creativity. Our first fact you is, Martin, is planning important for creative work? No. <laughs> no, it is and it isn't. Uh, it depends on the project. Along with certain projects, there's a lot of problems you need to solve on the fly. And because of that, I'm quite good at winging it. I'm quite good at going out on a job. If I know roughly what's happening, I'm good at winging it. There is always a foundation of a plan. There's always a base plan. And that is what I need to capture. Who do I need to cover? Where do I need to go? These are the kind of the main bits. And if I cover them, the rest of it is all just kind of down to experience and skill. However, if the project is big and it requires a lot of moving parts, a lot of uh, people involved, a lot of money involved, then I will plan to the minute. Um, and that's mm. how, usually how the day is scheduled. It's, all, it's always scheduled and we're keeping to that schedule. We don't go over that schedule because it costs money. It costs a fuck ton of money to go over schedule. We can't afford to pay people overtime for these types of jobs. So yes and no, yeah. it depends on the job, depends on the person. 
So that's that's for, for when you're like project-based planning. What about your regular planning in terms of your day-to-day, -day, you know, running running your own business and Yeah, business-wise, yes, planning is essential because otherwise <laughs> You're just going to be going in circles. You're never going to make real progress. You need to, unless you need that's to the plan, Martin. Unless, unless that's, that's the plan. plan. The unless whole you're just a coaster. Is... <laughs> yeah. Unless you're just Perfect. a coaster and you're, you're quite happy just drifting <clears throat> with the wind. Um, but no, if you want to, if you want to build something, if you want to uh, grow as a business or as an individual, yes, sticking to a plan, setting out that plan, it's a, it's a must. I, I've never heard a full-time creative industries person not talk about how important planning mm. is for their output. Do you know what I mean? I, th I think, sure, when you're learning, you might plan less and just kind of learn through that grunt work of just getting it done. Yeah. Um, but I tell you, I've, I've been on some shoots with terrible planning and I've created some creative projects myself out with film and video. Uh, and I wish I had have had more of a plan. You know, the old the old measure measure twice, cut once, in terms of DIY is the old classic. And that's essentially like if you're not planning for a mistake, then that's why you should be fucking planning. So planning planning for your uh, for your, the knowns in whatever thing that you're doing is one thing. So planning for things that you know are going to occur, but planning for things that you don't know. Are going to occur so all of the bad shit that could happen risk assessments is basically that but it's pretty fun not having a plan as well <laughs> some sometimes just going out and having that that vision you know just letting the vision take you forward rather than planning it out too much a lot of the time having that plan allows you to leave the plan as long as you have something to come back to some kind of structure there's you actually find that you might have a lot more flexibility having a plan to start off with but you can still go off and do things as long as you have something to hold on to then it should keep you right yeah and it keeps you on track especially yeah. in terms of timing so for me having a plan helps with me getting things to completion because without mm. a plan to actually to get something done to have a, an end goal in mind and planning towards that you know like a, like an edit like a video edit or an artwork you know technically Technically, you could continue to craft that for the rest of your life. You know, it could never be complete and you could just plan to just dip in and out of it for forever. Mm. But having a plan to actually complete something, to say, I will finish this, I mean, that's a good first step with creative work is having a plan to finish. You know, a good deadline always helps. Finn, second question, what is the best story you have about planning is that good phraseology about planning about yeah because it's about or about yeah uh -huh. Re rephrase it on the fly for me martin quick go be before i finish this drink finn question number two in terms of planning have you got any great stories for me well that was really natural that was really Thanks. natural the way that you did that there um <laughs> Part of my development as a filmmaker back in the day was a 48-hour film competition. Mm. 48 hours, <laughs> Friday through to the Sunday, and you need to deliver a completed film. And it was the Edinburgh one, so we needed to travel through, get your uh, challenge, and then we were 
shooting in, in Glasgow. So going back, relaying everything on the fly, on the train. And then we needed to get it physically hand deliver it back on the, on the Sunday. Now, few rules with the 48. One is you are given a theme. The next thing that you're given is a prop, a certain character, normally a name, and also a line of dialogue. What a screamer. You can only plan so much. You can't have a pre-written script. So how do you plan for something like that? This is how we did it. Classic old whiteboard, although we had the old butcher's paper. And we went through all of the genres that we knew the previous 48 hour film festivals did. And we thought up story ideas for each of those genres. Some of us already had pre-written short film scripts for some of those genres myself included, which was quite handy. And then we went through some potential characters and like characters that you wouldn't ordinarily expect within that genre, you know, some, some left field ones and all of the props that we could potentially make use of. So it got us thinking about some strange combinations so that when we were delivered that challenge of those elements that you weren't previously aware of, it allowed us to be really in that zone of making mm. things work that ordinarily wouldn't quite work. Yeah. But yeah, so that that was a, a good planning challenge because really we were planning for the unknown. On a, on a separate year, we completely forgot to edit in an entire scene of, of the film. <laughs> it so happens. If, we, you, if you've done we 48 hours, you know, you know exactly yeah, what happens. No, no sleep, no nothing. We all reviewed it and we were like, it's brilliant, it's brilliant. <laughs> Halfway there, there on the train, fuck. Yeah. We missed an entire scene from the oh, film. No. Just a quick note on that. Like I did 48 hour a couple of years ago and we didn't have enough time to grade. So the whole thing was in log, right? If anyone knows what log is, it's like, if that'll snap to it, if it maybe stickers in, in log right now. But um, I didn't grade it and we watched it on the big screen and we're at the after party. And, and like, this is how, like people just don't know. Like they just, they, as much as they pretend to know about stuff, they don't fucking know. So I had this guy, bit of swagger about him you know he's must he must have been this was our first year doing it and he must have done it you know for a decade or something and he goes uh oh, so what was your film i was like i oh, was this film he's like yeah i love the grade love the grade yeah. what you did with it and i was like oh yeah what, what did you like about it he was like oh, i just love the, the tone the to yeah, yeah. The, the tone it was just it was, I was like, that's funny because we didn't grade it <laughs> He was like, what? I was like yeah we didn't have time mate i was heading it in the car back to glasgow he was like oh well uh, it looked great, did <laughs> said, shut up, man. You don't have a fucking clue. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, that's a great example. It's a great example. The 48-hour film uh, is a great. It's, a, it's the best fun you'll ever have making a film, but have some kind of plan. We were the same. We, All the things you said, we had. We wrote down basically a, a resource list. So we, we got in touch with all the potential locations we could have on that given date, and we just made a list. I was like, all right, so we've got like a, a TP here. We've got a, a shack here. We've got a, a, an office here. All, all we have to do in the morning of filming it is just ring them up. Yeah, we're coming down. Cool. So so it's just yeah. prepping. Prepping for the unknown. Good example. Yeah. Nice. What about what about yourself? Good planning story. Oh, well, this is a terrible planning story, and it's not anything to do with me other than I was... Uh, I was... Uh, I was at the butt of this terribly planned shoot. Um, long story short, there was a shoot. It was a... It was a student shoot, but it was crowdfunded, so it was meant to be. It was a pro shoot with students. Um, won't name it, and they hired me 
as the drone guy to do a drone shot and this is in Malig. This is up the west coast, beautiful beaches up there. And they said to me, all right, Martin, we need you for a couple of drone shots. Um, if you can get there for uh, like call time, seven o'clock in the morning. I was like, fucking hell. All right, okay, getting paid. We'll get there, seven o'clock. And I get there at seven o'clock and they're not there. All the mini buses are late, all the crews late. The head of screen at RCS at the time was there. Me and him were just sort of waiting about like, Christ, what's this is this time? Um, and they get here and I ask, oh, so so when's when's the shot? Uh, not sure yet, um, I'll let you know. Let you know and uh, I was like okay and so I basically spend this entire fucking day at this windy beach in the piss and rain waiting to do this drone shot that did not come until five o'clock at night and there was no shelter other than my car which was parked a long while away and I couldn't go there because I had to keep an eye because I wasn't sure when the shot was happening and it wasn't happening until the very end they didn't tell me that until it was the very end and at the end of that, we get the shot. They didn't even use that shot, by the way. Didn't even use it, but that's you know, that's not part of the issue. I was paid for the work, so that's fine. Um, so I'm waiting for him to leave, and the director is like all emotional because that was the wrap of the film and blah blah blah. And she's like, "Oh guys, I just, I just, I need to let's let's go and take one last walk of the beach." And I'm like, "Are you fucking having a laugh, mate?" I'm like shivering. I'm waiting to get home so I, I i go along with them let them do their little speech and that and then she's then she starts like bringing out items from the shoot like a prop and they bury it in the sand and they're like burying these props in the sand and like crying everyone was crying and i'm standing there like what the fuck is going on and she's like oh this is the most amazing shit ever thank you so much buried all this shit in the sand i'm like mate where did you fucking go that's just littering yeah i know i know it's fucking bizarre but at the end of the at the end of the shoot everyone's leaving i'm one of the last to leave because i was in the last shot and there's a couple of them left and they're like uh so Martin, um, oh, you're giving us a lift back to Glasgow, right? No, <laughs> I'm going back to Pitlochry. This is never a, a conversation. This is not part of the plan. And they had, they were stranded. Everyone else had fucked off. So I've got like these, these a uh, couple of a couple of crew members, a bunch of kit, like really hardcore um, metal kit that's covered in sand, going into a new car at the time. Um, and I was like, and they were stranded. Otherwise, they were fucked. So I was like, fucking hell. Looks like I'm going to Glasgow. And I had to drop the, the crew off as well. So it wasn't like I was dropping off. I was dropping off their fucking houses, then having to go home. Anyway, that's the long story short. Uh, well, it's just a fucking long story. And uh, there was other <laughs> things. But anyway, no food in that. I had to pay for my own food and shit. It's just bad fucking planning. All right, terrible planning. Terrible shoot. And it never happened again because I refused to go on any shoot that I don't know exactly. If I don't have a call sheet and I know exactly what's happening, I will not fucking do it. If you don't get a call sheet at least a day before, chances are that day is terribly planned and it's going to result in a story like this. Martin, cracking story, cracking story, uh, absolute nightmare. I'm glad I'm glad I wasn't on that shoot with you. <laughs> yeah. Shall yeah. we move on to the the next cue? If you could mention some advice to your younger self, Martin, about planning, what would you say to your younger self? I've always been a a good planner, as far as I can remember. Um, that's a bit of a that's a bit of a get out of jail free card. As 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 far as yeah. I can remember, yeah. you know, just don't speak to my mum. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, I mean, like time management is 
super important、mm. especially if you are wanting to make an impression and if i'm talking to my younger self chances are i am needing to impress people and there have been times in the past stupidly where i just mismanaged my time didn't show up to shit it's not good um and i would just say your time is not the only valuable time in the world other people are giving up their time for you so respect that kind of echoing, echoing what you're saying leave enough time for traffic and all that kind of、yeah. stuff so just be on top of your time management love it love it great piece of advice as as you well know i'm someone who hates being late like i personally hate、mm. being late Um, I hate other people being late because I just immediately see it as disrespectful.、Um, of course, there are sometimes good excuses.、Um, well, there are more reasons, not an, an excuse,、um, because there's always you know stuff that happens. But if you're if you're on time, you're late. You know, to be on time to something, you need to be early. Because if you're planning to be on time, see people who are on time. You know what they actually are? They're fucking late. They are actually late,、um, so that's a great piece of advice. And the only thing that I put down was, "Hey Finn, younger Finn, hey you, start using a calendar. No, not the one that goes on the wall. Like something more fucking useful than that." But I never used a calendar, like until until I started working in the industry and had to organize my own time in terms of what I needed to do, when I needed to do it, who I needed to meet with, all of that stuff. Whereas if, if if your day's planned out by a boss or by the fact that you just need to be there at nine and you leave at five, do you need a calendar? Maybe not.、Um, but yeah, I would say just use a calendar because what a calendar allows you to do is to structure your own time, not just your professional、um, time. But I use I use a calendar now to structure essentially everything. I say to my lovely wife, "Is it in the calendar? If it's not in the calendar, it's not in my life." That's the same with my to-do list. You can't keep everything in your head. If it ain't on the list, it ain't getting done. <laughs> so yeah, hey, younger Finn, use a fucking calendar, stupid bastard. You know. I don't think I started using a calendar till I started uni. Like even through college, I didn't use a calendar. I don't know what the fuck I relied on, but、um, the only other, reason other I started folk, using it. Other, other folks saying it's time to leave the bar, Martin. Well, that is yeah, that was it. Like the only reason I started using a calendar at uni was because our lessons were all on this like online calendar.、Um, but with college, it was kind of like, when's our next class? Are we in Wednesday? No, sound pub. Like that was pretty much it. <laughs> but at uni, there was a lot more、um, structure to to my life then. So that's when I started picking up the calendar. Yeah, it's a good tool. Recommend it. Yeah, it is. It is a fucking good tool. Whoever thought up that calendar <laughs> thing. You know, they must be a rich bastard by now. Anywho, shall we cut、yeah. to? Cut to. Just the tip. Just the tip. Give me the tip, Jin. Jin. <laughs> That's Jin. You're Finn. <laughs> I think you've had more than the tip. Definitely more than the tip. At least, at least three inches, which is all you need, ladies. <clears throat> anyway. Just the tip, Finn. Give me just the tip. <clears throat> a plan is all well and good, but you need to communicate the plan, right? So there's no point having a great plan that's all up here if there's other people involved. You need to be able to communicate it. And someone once told me that 
any plan that you communicate, irrespective of how complicated the plan is, a 12 year old should be able to understand it. A little bit like how a newspaper is, is written in language that seemingly a 12 year old in terms of English skills should be able to read. A plan should be the same. It should be lowest common denominator simple. That's just the tip. That was a, that was, that was a very short tip. What's your tip? Project planning um, isn't something you have to do alone. And I see a lot of people taking it on and it becomes this big burden when all you want to do is focus on creativity. So planning is also a specialism. You get producers, you get ADs. So invest a bit of cash, if you can, if the project allows, in a professional planner because my god it will save you stress time and it'll give you more time to be creative because you've got someone and their sole job is just to make sure everything is running as smoothly as it can and you'll do a wee bit of work with them beforehand and that just means that you're both on the same page but invest in a planner a real planner if you can afford it if the shoot budget allows it because it makes a world of difference nice very good. Shall we cut two? Cut, cut two. two. That was good. That was good. That was nice and tip-like. Yeah, nice. Beautiful field with cows. From the field. Confused look. Oh, I get it. God, that's shit. <laughs> What my my cow impression was shit, or the fact that you didn't you didn't yeah. cotton on that it was a cow was shit. Hiding things hurt feelings with video of a cow. I I, I mean I haven't heard cows that sound like that. I thought you were shouting more, more, more. Isn't that what cows are shouting? That's what our fans are shouting anyway. So shall we? Well, recently, like I said in small talk, I'm working on a bunch of festivals that are going virtual and this is a lot this requires a lot of planning um mainly because a, it, it's got a lot of moving parts a lot of musicians a lot of people from all over the world and they need to send in their music their performances and one of the most streamlined ways i found doing this is using dropbox request folders i've been a google drive person for a long time and for people you're not so hot with technology out a google drive account drag and drop that's it dropbox this is becoming more of a check one check two or a blatant butt plug <coughs> and i create a folder for each one of these individual artists i send them a link and then it's just up to them just to drop it in by the date and then i have it all in my desktop doing god's work button if only i was getting god's rates How's your how's your working week been? Anything from the field you'd like to share? So I'll be planning a platform for a computer vision company so that they can onboard customers. Pretty exciting, it's education and video and faux show crew, which so it's another job that I didn't think I would be doing. Incredibly valuable, especially given the post-COVID era that we're in. Yeah. With all of that going on, planning cut do so i guess i guess this is where i want the audience to know that i don't have the mindset of someone who is structured who plans naturally you know how some people are just like 
they're naturals at planning. They want yeah. everything in its place. When they go on holiday, they're packing like a week ahead of time and they've got everything, everything all organized. They've got an itinerary all set. That's why like my advice to my younger self was use a fucking calendar, Finn. Cause that's a really good, simple step in terms of planning. Cause you're just planning a, a day. Just stick a day and a time in and a thing. And with so much going on, good planning is essential. Otherwise I'd be freaking out on a daily basis, missing everything. That's not even taking into account client meetings, um, hitting deadlines for projects. So that's what I've been up to, man. It's It's been just one of those, one of those weeks. Anywho, enough rambling for me. Shall we cut to? Cut to. Is yours related to planning? Not particularly. All right, so I'll just say mix it up. Not mix it up in terms of planning. Do what you will. I'll 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 work it in. I'll work it in. <laughs> okay. Mix it up. <laughs> mix it up. You do use that as the intro. Open question for you. What decade do you think electronic music, like pure electronic music, what decade did it launch? When was the synthesizer created? Because that makes me think that's when electronic music was created. So, synthesizer, I don't know, 1900s? <laughs> Early 1900s? Good answer. Good answer. No, no, no. So, although although the, um, like, synths... Actually, that's a good question. I'm not too sure. We'll cut in when the synths were invented. 1955. I listened to this awesome guy called Blind Boy. All right, Blind Boy podcast. You guys should check it out. Just an all-round fucking good cunt. Awesome guy. And I'm a patron of his. He's one of those creators that I pay money to every month because I really want to support him being independent so that he's able to produce the content that he wants. But he was talking about electronic music and one of the first electronic music bands were from Japan. Yellow Magic Orchestra, YMO. You ever heard of them? No. I'd never heard of them. So I'm gonna play one of their tracks. It has nothing to do with planning out with, I think people should plan to support an artist, someone doing creative stuff that you love that wouldn't be doing it without your support. Guess which show they appeared on. This is their song called Firecracker, one of your favorite shows. Lost? No. <laughs> You're funny. I thought it might have been like in the background or something. Oh, Soul Trade! Nice! You can hear a bit of the like the culture coming through as well in the in the melodies. Yes, yes, <coughs> over absolutely. The, over the electronic kind of beat. 
Yeah, yeah and so if you if you listen to a, a bunch of their other tracks as well, you can you can hear like loads of modern like Daft Punk's a good example, but Kraftwerk as well. Um, yeah, yeah, and it's it, it's thoroughly interesting doing some research into them. But um, huge shout out to Blind Boy for introducing me to Yellow Magic Orchestra. Absolutely incredible. Check out his podcast about it. It was um, it was like just released this <clears> week. <throat> Absolutely cracking. I'll put the the link in the in the show notes. Um, so yeah, so there there we have it. Like a fascinating insight into electronica video games. Like and there they are on Soul Train, rocking it out like sweet to the beat. Right, dude. I've mixed it up for you. Mix it up for me. On the theme of planning, uh, a year ago, two years ago, um, an artist called Gerard Burns, a very famous Scottish portrait artist, a couple of his pieces of work here. He basically has done incredible um, paintings of uh, significant figures over the years and does a lot of his own stuff. Very well-known artist in Scotland. Turns out he's he's related. He's my mum's cousin's... The pennies just dropped. Yeah, yeah. He's my mum's cousin's husband. So my third third cousin? Basically your brother. <laughs> yeah, basically my brother. But his son, who I think is my third cousin, Ryan Joseph Burns is a, a musician. And um, the two of them came up with this lament to Brexit. They're very pro-independence. And so they got in touch and they wanted to do a music video. And you were on this music video, and it's called that, a lament. That's why, that's, that's why the penny dropped. I was like, wait a second, I oh, do yeah. know that name. <laughs> <laughs> and nice. um, a very, very briefly, um, it was a shoot that was um, planned but unplanned. It was a lot of on the fly. And the reason that it worked was because we did have like a, a base structure. We knew what we needed to shoot, but we didn't really know. We knew that... Um, due to the nature of it, we it was going to be uh, f- crazy. So basically, he hired out a bar and he filled it with all his mates and he told them that we were filming a music video and there was a free bar and he'd cover it all and we're just going to film this music video and that's that. Now, sounds fine. Sounds easy. Sounds like everyone's up for it. And they were, but it was a free bar. <laughs> and it's kind of like herding sheep, but drunk sheep. Yeah, I remember it. And uh, there was a lot of there was a lot of moves, there was a lot of repeats, we had to redo the song loads and loads of times to get all the angles. The The, the general um, structure was that Ryan starts playing, the bar just busy ignoring him, he's just in a busy bar, and then as the lyrics come out, more and more people start turning their heads, and at the end of it, the whole bar, including the staff, is up, and they're all doing the, uh, what's the dance? Can you remember the dance? The line dance, oh, I can't remember. I didn't, I didn't even know it at the time. And then someone was like, oh, sure you do. You know that. And then they showed me it's the the slosh. The slosh. So everybody's doing the slosh. So it was hilarious. It was a lot of good fun. But there was no real... We had the shot list. And we kind of knew like the time frame that we had, which was short. It was like four hours. And while shooting all that, we actually had a bit of a narrative to shoot as well. We had Libby MacArthur and Jimmy Chisholm. Right. You'll know them from uh, River City and, and things like that. So... We had them in and they did a wee bit of dialogue as well. So it was... I was booming that. Yeah. And it was just... It was it was a very on the, off the cuff, very on the fly. Um, but the whole reason it kind of all pulled together in the end was a result of, of good planning. Although we couldn't plan for everything, we had something there. And this is a segment from that. 
shoot. Nice, nice, nice. I'm sad to say there are no easy answers. It seems we're hostages to bloody chances. My head is spinning round and round. Watch out below. We now must ask the question and try to figure out a new direction. But who can tell which way these fickle winds will blow? How could I know? stress but um we managed to pull it together in four hours this madness of a of a music video shoot with like a hundred non-real extras drunk normal people um who'd never been on a film set before so it was it was a complete curveball um but we kind of knew what we were getting into and without a good plan without a good structure we kind of uh, we, we, we wouldn't have uh, managed to pull it together so well if i had known that martin i wouldn't have shown up yeah, did I not? Did I not tell you that? <laughs> but I tell you what, yeah. it makes it makes me want to get all political, and say one of the benefits of me moving to this fine country of Scotland was the fact that it was part of the EU. That was a huge, huge benefit. And now we've been dragged out amongst every other country in the UK, and I mm. feel like we've actually lost a lot. We've actually mm. lost a lot. I don't see us yet have gained anything. No. I'll tell you what I have <laughs> lost. I've lost all faith in ordering or returning anything to Europe. That's what I've yeah. lost. All yeah. fucking faith. And I've also lost any um, real sense of ease about visiting Europe as well. And it is literally just over there. Like, it is just over there. It's definitely lamented, that's for sure. That was a cracking um, cracking entry into Mix It Up, dude. Um, absolutely cracking. Proper music video produced by Martin out of 10. Love it. <laughs> Shall we cut to? Cut to. Cut to. Rollin', rollin', I'm Henry Rollin'. Rolling on the river. Rolling on the river. 
Okay. Check me once, Martin! Oh, for fuck's sake. I was really in my zone oh, there. I was in my again. zone. You've ruined it. You've ruined it all. I want to, like, hit home some of the features, because I don't use some of the features, but I know they'll be useful. He wants to hit home some of the features, guys. <clears throat> nah, Martin, they don't give a fuck, mate. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> okay, let's go. Check me once, Martin. Check me twice. What do you have for check one, check two? I've got the best, the world's leading production management software. <laughs> Just for balance, I disagree. It's not just the world's leading, it is my favorite team production software. Um, I use this on shoots and only for shoots, I don't have a recurring thing because it is pricey, but I will basically buy this on a monthly basis and cancel it once the shoot's over. And it's a really efficient way to handle things and I'm sure they're happy with that. Anyway, <laughs> it's called Studio Binder and it's essentially a beautiful organizer for organizing your shoots. Going from call sheet, going from the script to call sheets to storyboards, um, production calendars. You can do your script breakdowns. You can do shot lists, and all of these are essentially live documents via templates that you can customize on their website and their software. And if you update the script, if you update a scene, it will update all these other things. So it's like a live production task manager, all built into one everything it's brilliant it's amazing check it out okay here we go checking one checking two finn give me a check one check two please <laughs> is your mic on are you rolling <laughs> holy fuck am i rolling i'm rolling <laughs> good stuff what have you got for me <laughs> well, now wait am i rolling yeah yeah we're both rolling <laughs> <laughs> all right um so planning what i was looking for was something that was more project manager based but simple as fuck i didn't need i didn't need huge amount of features it didn't need to be like industry specific what i really wanted was something that was essentially a digital whiteboard that i could move things about knowing where they were in the production cycle and were linked to client information using systems that we already use. And it is Trello. Yeah, yeah, so really awesome. And was recently acquired by Atlassian, which is the first Australian unicorn company. Um, so Atlassian are huge in, in like tech circles. Unicorn. Unicorn. Yeah, that's that phrase. Um, if you're a billion dollar company, they call you a unicorn. And interestingly, for those folks out there, Scotland's national animal is the unicorn. Is it? Yep. Which is hilarious because it's actually the national animal and a unicorn is a mythical beast. Sweet, eh? Or is it? Do, 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 do. We'll visit Scotland and, and find out, but don't, not right now. You know, we're, we're in lockdown. We've closed the border. Hmm. Shall we quickly find no. out why that is if we can? Did the English government, like, decide that as, like, a piss take? Like, take the piss out of country, or what? Oh, so I think it's just from Celtic mythology, from what I've just found there. Purity and innocence, masculinity and power. <clears throat> the unicorn representing Scotland's coat of arms is always depicted bound in golden chain, 
which is often seen passing around its yeah, neck yeah, and wrapping around its body. Believed to be the strongest of all animals, so why is it chained? The entrapment symbolizes the power of the Scottish kings. They were strong enough to tame even a unicorn. So there we have it. Well, this is why you this is why you grab a drink and you learn something new. It's why you cut two, don't it? And I think I think it's time to cut two, isn't it? <clears throat> I think so too. Cut two. <laughs> Martin. Are you sitting comfortably? Yes. Are you in a moment of calm inner peace? I guess. Well, snap out of it, man, because it's couples therapy and I want to help you out. And I can't do it if there's nothing but calmness. We need some energy in here. I joke, of course, because this is serious, serious business. Martin's calling his drink. <laughs> oh, jeez, Louise. Zen. Tell you what, that is some Scottish courage there. <clears throat> Martin, tell me. Couples therapy, it's one of my faves because it allows us to be a little bit more um, vulnerable, I would say, and speak about things that are actually concerning us. But because we're talking about planning, do you have anything to bring to couples therapy in regards to our thing? I'm a great fucking planner. I'm always, I'm always the organized guy in our friend group and modest and definitely modest and i'm very good at thinking on the fly and problem solving on the fly i actually love it i love going on a shoot being faced with a problem and working out the the, pro the, the, the solution to that problem but in terms of planning there is there is my downfall and that is time management <laughs> it's it's something i've always s struggled with i've improved on it massively in the last couple of years um but time management is is definitely a toughie um and i don't know what the root cause of it is laziness perhaps hangovers possibly definitely quick question for you when you say time management that's that's tied up with a lot of bullshit as a term yeah. what do you actually mean? yeah so i'm talking specifically about me making promises that i can get something done in a in a very short amount of time that a lot of people wouldn't manage to do at the quality of work that i would normally try to strive to do and there's always just there's pressure there that i give myself which is unnecessary um because they're not asking for this like anytime soon but i'll be like yeah yeah i'll have to see you next week just like i say that i just say shit like that all the time because you kind of want to please so why well you want to people please you want to oh. you want to like i want yeah. to anyway i want to just get the work i want to it's not like me rushing work out the door it's like i could probably do that but then i'm but, not allowing for it's, other things but it's an artificial well it's it's i think genuinely at that moment in time i think i can do that within that time but what i'm not allowing for is other things that come in with that time so i'm not i'm not leaving myself any gaps i'm just kind of i'm always trying to do a really good job and make sure that everyone's happy but just i'm not i'm not um i'm not risk assessing essentially um so any advice one thing that i do is i'll always have in my mind what the turnaround what standard turnaround time is so it doesn't matter whether 
the project is yet to be confirmed, whether it's a, an initial inquiry, I will always state 10 working days from the last day of production. And it doesn't need to be video. This could be for any type of project that you're working on a client with. At some certain stage, the client wants to know, when do I expect this to be delivered? And it might be a finished product, or it might be a draft, if it's a bespoke kind of product that needs a bit of tweaking. So I'll always quote 10 working days, just to factor in holidays, because a lot of our clients work to, you know, standard um, bank holidays and the like. So 10 working days from the last on-site production day, which keeps it very standard, but that is a stock answer. You know, that obviously changes depending on the project, how long it is, how complex it is, how many videos there are um, to deliver. But that's one way to get around wanting to deliver more when you don't need to, you know? Under, under promise, over deliver is always. And, and also, don't, don't put a date to it if you don't need to. I, I'm forever saying, I'll aim to get that over to you next week. It's very important um, in delivering creative work, especially creative work, that you plan for the unknown. You could just have classic writer's block. You know, like I'm sure some days you get up, like I'll get up and I'm like, I cannot, I cannot spend time on doing creative stuff today. The whole day. The whole day is a write-off creatively, like for clients or personally. I can do some other things. I can do some account stuff. I can do some, some back office paperwork shit, but there's no way I am opening up an edit or speaking to clients about like, oh, I'm excited about this project because I just fucking need to recharge. Um, so give, you, give yourself some wiggle room and have some standard, standard stock um, delivery timeframes in terms of your, your planning. And it'll just, it'll get you out of like, just saying like, yeah, I'll get it to you tomorrow or I'll get it to you next week. Um, cool. Good yeah, advice. some wiggle room. Give yeah. yourself some wiggle room. And um, what can I help you with? What's, what seems to be on, what seems to be the problem, officer? <laughs> that was a, that was a weird mishmash of scenarios <laughs> that you, um, yeah. smushed together there. You're like, you're now providing some emotional support to a police officer, which is nice of you. That's nice of you. Um, like, sometimes I I think that maybe, maybe I would have been best suited not following my passion as my career. So you know that phrase that people say, Oh, make your passion your job and yeah. you'll never work a day in your life. It should be the case. But I don't believe that that's the case because I think the realities of what you enjoy and what you do to earn a living can be the same thing, but are often not. And I think if you aim to make them the same thing, you are potentially being misled, potentially. But what I find is I put a lot of energy, creative and otherwise, into producing client work, which doesn't leave me a huge amount 
to work on personal projects. So that's that's something I struggle with is saving saving some of my creative juices, some of my just planning juices, you know, like planning juices. What the fuck are planning juices, Finn? Um, they're juices that you juice for when you want to be planning. Uh, but you know what I mean? Like saving yeah. some of that energy, that mental energy, that spiritual energy for shit that you want to do. Yeah, I think it's finding balance between um, between uh, work and passion projects. Like, Cut 2 is a great example of where you've sat aside time to work on something that you enjoy. Um, albeit the edits are pretty rough and the turnarounds are pretty quick and you know we're 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 as tough on one another as as the worst clients but it's a good example of um setting some time aside to do a creative project and consistently stick at it so my advice would be to just try to spend a bit of time on yourself try to separate yourself from the day-to-days as best you can and do a little bit of writing here or do a little bit of planning here and a little bit of prep work for a, a creative project just to help alleviate some of that um, some of that creative juice that seems to be pissing out your pores. Yeah, you're right, Martin. And you're right about so many things in your response there. I already feel better. I already feel better. Um, so thank no you. No problem. That was awesome. I'll, I'll send the invoice out and we can get that squared up next month. Sure, sure. Just send it to whatever dress you want because it'll never get paid. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to! Cut to! Martin out of 10 times that by 10, and what do you get? 100 minus 40, and what do you get? 60. You've got 60 seconds to bitch about, complain about, to explain something that is grinding your gears. This is my two pence. <laughs> Yeah, it's really grasping at straws there. Like, so, I'll give you, I, you know why? Because I forgot. I forgot that like it's sixty seconds, not like a hundred. Is that like the Too hour? Bad. And the, yeah. it's not. Uh, yeah. I was going like a yeah, hundred times that by ten. I was like, oh fuck, that's a hundred minus forty. <laughs> at least I can do that math. Right. So, Martin, I'm Wait, gonna get a timer. I'm gonna get a timer up. Are you ready? Uh, I think so. Is our audience ready? Probably not. You've got one minute starting now. COVID has affected the way we communicate uh, with one another. Um, we have seen phone calls turn into video calls. And what I really fucking hate is when we don't schedule the video, like when people think video calls are normal, they are the, the new normal. So when they say, oh yeah, I'll call you. And then they send you like a Zoom link or a Meet link two minutes before the conversation and you're sitting there fucking butt naked having a cigar and a glass of brandy, um, which happens to me all the time. And it's it's just, it bothers me. And also phone calls without any kind of notice. I just feel like it's rude. I feel like it's someone just turning up at your door unannounced, which I, f I find so fucking rude. See when people just phone me during the day without just sending a wee text like you're free for a chat for five minutes, it pisses me off. So I hate the way that we are communicating these days. I hate how people think it's just cool to send a fucking video call because I when I'm on the phone to people, I like doing other shit. I, I work over, or I don't over, listen. And you can't, you know, if you're on a video call, you, you have to pay attention. I'll give you an extra tip. 
just the tip, Calendly, I have trained, I've trained people that if they want to make contact with me, that you're best to schedule a call and it's their choice so that I'm prepared, you're prepared, because chances are I'm not gonna answer your call because I'm scheduled in to do other work, not always on call. I am not on call. So there we go. That was a good, that was a good two pence. I feel like I got five pence out of that. Would you like your change? Would you like three pence back? All right. Finn, you got 60 seconds to bitch about wherever the fuck you want. Time starts. In Time is the only thing. <laughs> Count on your hands. Time, time is the only thing. I forgot to start the timer. <laughs> so let's. All right, I'm starting again. Time. No, no, no. Time. No, the worst seconds. thing that you can do is to disrespect someone's time. Being late. Being expectant that their time is not worth the same as yours. It's one of those resources you can never get back. And your time needs to be spent wisely and you need to respect other people's time. One of the ways that I show people that I love them is I provide them my time because it is, it is more valuable than anything else that I can give, especially if I put time into something. So if someone creates something for you or provides you their time, they love you. That is my point. Time over, time over, nice. time over. Nice, I was buying on 60 something seconds. That's assuming that you were counting you were counting correctly. I can't believe you did that like like you're in fucking primary school. What the fuck? <laughs> that was golden. I'm I'm glad we got that out of our out of our system. I'm feeling better already. What about you? Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm feeling great. Half cut, but great. Half cut, but great. That's a good quote. To quote Martin, I'm feeling half cut, but great. <laughs> Cut two! Cut two. So this episode has all been about, has been all about, has all been about. So this episode has been about planning. <laughs> and speaking of planning, I haven't planned this introduction. And this is called Pick Me Up. And it's where we bring a bit of good news or we, we talk about something positive to end the show on a high note. And Finn raise my spirits what have you got well you know not a lot to be honest um <laughs> not a lot pick me ups are always real challenging i think because what i want to be able to do is to pick our audience up and really i think this whole episode has been about them picking themselves up so what i would say my pick me up is is that I hope that this episode about planning for your creativity to enable your creativity has picked you up and given you some approaches and some tools to make you a better creative from being able to plan better. And if that's picked you up, that's picked me up. And then we can all pick each other up and then eventually we're all up there instead of down here because of um, anti-gravity boots. That's 
not where I thought you were going to go with that, but that works just fine. And all I would say to echo that is, you know, you can achieve a lot of amazing things with a little bit of planning. And it could just, it could literally be like the tiniest bit of planning and it's going to make the world a difference. I mean, look at this fucking podcast. We've, we've done us, and you'll find this out, but we've done a significant amount of planning mm. in order for us to come here every week or every fortnight and have a drink and cut to and learn something new and have a bit of crack and yeah. it doesn't feel like work until you're sitting staring at four hours of fo- footage that you need to trim down to one hour but it's all part of the process and without that foundation without those couple of months where we went for a pint and we worked out what this whole thing was and what it could be and what's involved we wouldn't really be here today and we wouldn't be in a position where we can consistently keep this going for whoever whoever however who whoever no however for a long time <laughs> well said Martin. What well said I say there? grab a drink with a couple of mates old martin and i and learn something new basically you know a place where we can be ourselves we can talk about our problems we can bitch about issues we can celebrate successes. And you know what? Like all I'd like to do to finish on as a pick me up is if you've gotten this far and you'd like to pick us up a little bit of the way, then you can support us. And see right now, like if the only way that you can support us is to like share, that's probably the most valuable thing is if you could share this with other people that you think would appreciate it. The next valuable thing is, well, I mean, you can just hit the like button or whatever the fuck. I'm not really too fast, but sharing it is valuable. The only other thing that I'm really interested in is if you wanna directly support the fuck ton of hours that we put into this. And therefore you can go to Patreon or you can go to Coffee. We prefer Coffee because they're doing great things the links below you can support us buy us a pint if you if you met us in the pub would you buy us a pint that's all we ask and if you met us in the pub i'd buy you a pint that's all i'd say if you've if you've got if you've got if you've got a creative output like hit us up share share your stuff with us we'd love you have you on the show um apart from that like fucking thanks for stopping by are you thumb thumbsing up yourself or is that for me I don't know, I just I had the feeling. <laughs> you had the feeling! Wonderful! <laughs> Alright, well, Martin. Very nice! <laughs> Very nice! Very nice! Very nice indeed. I like! Alright, how are we tying up this episode? You tie it up. Subscribe! You tie it. Subs- <laughs> Perfect way to tie up the episode. I don't know, I feel like this could this 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 already tied up like 10 minutes ago. I feel like we're just making noise at our Well, we could just be silent and fini- finish up. Thanks for stopping by. This has been Cut 2. I've been Finn, this is Martin, and we will see you in a fortnight. Subscribe! Not a fortnight? You're putting artificial deadlines on content again. Oh, yeah, shit. We'll see you whenever we... Yeah.